Hello, I'm Christopher McClinton, the CMO for Finzact, and thank you for joining us for this edition of the Extensible Podcast. I am very pleased to be joined by Kyle Fox, who is the Director of Development for Console, which we'll be learning all about in just a moment. Thanks for being with us today, Kyle. Thanks, Christopher, for having me. Well, before getting started and jumping right into all things console, um, maybe just tell us a little bit about your background and how you arrived uh, to Finzact and, and what your role is there now. Yeah, would love to. So a little bit less than 13 years ago, I believe, I joined a company known as FIS. And in my in my time there, I worked on the Profile software. If you're not familiar with Profile, Profile is the banking core that Frank Sanchez and Mike Sanchez originally started. And I had the pleasure of working on Profile for about 10 years. And during that time, uh, I'd like to say that I became an honorary member of the Profile and Sanchez family. A lot of my colleagues from FIS uh, eventually made their way to Finzact and in 2018, I made the decision to come here as well. I started as a senior developer. And uh, as you mentioned, I am now the director of console development. Um, all I'll say is it's been an awesome five-year ride so far. We've been really glad to have you along for it. Just one more fun fact. What in your current role are you finding either most challenging or gratifying or both? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. So I'll split that apart and talk about most challenging first. Um, what I would say is most challenging is managing our workload. So we are a very small team, the console team of four developers and one product designer. And we get requirements from many internal teams. Console faces a lot of individuals and prioritizing and keeping our stakeholders happy is definitely a balancing act. It takes a, it takes a lot of energy to make sure that we are making the most effective use of everyone's time. The most gratifying front, I would say getting to work with my team. I love working with them. I come to work every day excited, um, and it really is a testament to my team. All right. That's really good. Let's jump right in and talk about console. So I think a good starting point might just be, what is console? <laughs> yeah, in, great in question. Work. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So hopefully a lot of people that see this are already slightly familiar with console, or that would be my dream at least. Console is a web application that services a, a variety of audiences who interact with our core. I wasn't here when console was originally named. However, I believe the name stems from some similarities console shares with the Amazon console. If you're familiar with the Amazon console, it is sort of the one-stop shop for working with any of the Amazon services that are out there. And that's sort of what we uh, intend to be for the Finzact core. There's a number of functional areas in console. I'll name four. They are learning, configuration, extensibility, and operations. On the learning front, first and foremost, we have a plethora of material out there for folks to go and research our core, learn about how things work, and more. We have a release calendar that surfaced through console. So if you're curious when the next console release is coming out or the next core release, you can go to that calendar and see what's going on. We offer release notes through console. So if you want to know what was part of a release, we have a team of people who go through and produce release notes with every single core release. They're really informative. I'd highly suggest going in and taking a look at them. 
There are video courses actually exposed through console. They're produced by our training team. They're really cool. If you want to be a little bit more spoon fed, some of the information that's available out there, uh, definitely go and check out those video courses. Um, and in addition, there is a link from our menu system to get you into our learning portal, which is entirely managed by our training team and has a lot of great resources as well. I actually think, and tell me if I'm wrong, Christopher, but I believe you're going to have a podcast soon with someone from the training team as well, right? We are. Nathan is up to bat. Maybe next. That's great. Glad to hear it. Okay, so that was area one of console is, is learning. The next area is configuration. So console gives you the ability to visualize your configuration models uh, and also make changes to your configuration models through forms. So rather than having to go in and fire up Postman and make a connection to the core via REST, you can do all of that directly through console through a user interface in your browser. It also lets you promote those configuration changes to various environments. They could be long-lived, like your development or UAT environment, or our short-lived sandbox environments, which are a really cool feature. And that brings us into my third facet of console, which is extensibility. This is probably one of the coolest areas. So we give our customers and partners the ability to modify the structure of models and the behavior of our core. We offer a schema editor, which if you're familiar with the FinZAC core, the schema is really the basis for all of our models that we have in our core. And you can go in and add fields and add your own custom schema. It's really neat. We also offer a TypeScript editor to modify the behavior of our core. So we have a domain-specific language, which is really a superset of TypeScript. There's some cool features that are built in on top of TypeScript to really make developing rules or triggers very easy for our end users. Yeah, that's maybe one area I'd like to double-click into just because we have the conversations a lot with our clients and our prospects and our partners about next-gen core banking and what that really means. There are certain, I think, attributes that you might call table stakes just to kind of be in that club. And there are not, there are not many providers in that club. And probably at the table stakes level, I would say um, real time, but truly real time, um, API first architecture and cloud native architecture. But I think what's really terrific about FinZact is that they, they've done that and then they've taken it, you know, two or three steps further. And one important, you know, attribute that FinZact has layered onto that is its extensibility, which is in terms of a, an engineering lift, it's not an easy one. Uh, so it's something that we're all very proud of and we'd love to see our customers take advantage of it. But essentially this is allowing our customers to actually introduce schema into the FinZact data model and have that new schema be, um, you know, harmonized along into the application code and deployed into the environments where they want to see it go to work. And that's just phenomenal. And I mean, think about how far we've come from the days of the rigid KIF, you know, the customer information file that gave you only so many bytes <laughs> on a line. That was as innovative as you could possibly be, what that allowed for. I wanted to underscore that point about extensibility because it's really something. And console is actually the place, I, I believe, um, where you are sort of allowing people to go to work, you know, on, you know, in terms of taking advantage of that feature. Is that, is that about right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, console is is the the face of extensibility for sure, yeah. and it, it is it is cutting edge. I'll tell you. I talked about my team a little bit. Extensibility is is one of their favorite areas to work in the console, just because it's something fresh and exciting for them for sure. And then the fourth and final facet of console is the operations facet. This is where you can go to review your system health information, diagnose and resolve issues, uh, review your extracts and reports, and also handle some additional customer servicing functionality. An example being uh, ACH order approval or check order approval. Let's talk uh, benefit to clients in terms of you know console. Sure. So I'm going to tell a little bit of the story to kick us off on, on the benefit of console to the clients. Um, and, it, and it's around Google. So early in the days of Google, the founders, Sergey Brin and Larry Page, they developed a set of principles. I think there were about 10 of them. And number two is it's best to do one thing really, really well. I'd like to believe that the founders of FinZact had that in mind uh, when they started crafting our core. Our primary objective is and has always been to produce a next generation cloud native core and revolutionize the banking industry. And that's always been first and foremost. And with that, we have a really simple single interface to the core, which is REST. So while firing up Postman and working with our core through the REST APIs may not be the most visually appealing, I would argue it's the most beautiful aspect of our core. And I really say that because all of the features and functionality of our core are exposed that way. So any client or partner or internal resource like myself, we can all make use of those REST APIs to build additional tooling and extend upon our core, which is really, really neat. That's another something I might ask you to just elaborate a bit more upon because in the context of next-gen core banking, you do hear this term quite a bit, sometimes described as RESTful APIs. Um how exactly is this underpinning the the architecture, not just of the FinSect core, but of console? Sure. Yeah. So uh, let me elaborate a little bit on REST. Uh, REST stands for Representational State Transfer, and it is a mechanism for connecting disparate systems. And it's also the way that console connects to our core. The interesting thing about REST, it is super consumable by technical systems like console and maybe not so much by humans, or you can, but it may not be quite as fun. And for this reason, we offer console, right? Console is supplemental to our core. All of the things that you can achieve through console, you can achieve directly by going to our core if you would like. Console is really the face on an otherwise headless core. And it's there to guide and lead you through the depth and the breadth of all of the tooling and information available through our core. As an example, you may want to use console for configuration, um, adding a new product. You could start up Postman and look at our schema and look at our swagger and generate a request in Postman to our core to create a new product. Um, it could be a little bit challenging because you have to marry all that information together. Or instead, you could sign into console and take a look at our product launch pad, and it'll guide you right through that process. So fully capable directly with the core, but probably I'd like to believe a lot easier through console. Um, and that same paradigm flows through. We have uh, a health check user interface, for example. You could connect up to the core, 
and uh, call out and retrieve health information for a variety of areas, or you can go to the one-stop shop and console and monitor your health information from one page. You also might want to make use of this for extensibility. Um, console, this is one area where things are a little bit different. Um, the extensibility functionality is mostly console owned and may not be fully accessible via our core interfaces and REST simply because it's at a layer higher than the core. So console is really in the forefront when it comes to extensibility. Really cool. I actually got to have a look at that diagnostic dashboard that you mentioned. Uh, I got to have a look at that recently. It's really, I think, going to be a helpful tool. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think we'll talk about the diagnostic dashboard a little bit um, as far as roadmap is concerned. But Great. yeah, it's definitely helpful. Great. Um, well, then take us under the hood a little bit. What is console? How, how does it work? What is it? What is it written in itself? Oh, sure. Would love to talk about that. As a technical person, it's probably the most I'm exciting sure. thing for me. <laughs> I'm sure. So uh, console is a web application and it's a dichotomy of sort. Like most web applications, there's a front end and a back end. The front end is written in React and the back end is written in Go, just like our core, actually. I would say that console is really an orchestration layer with a face. Console has to synthesize data from a variety of end systems and the core being just one of them. And then it takes that synthesized data and allows you to review an action upon it, which can be a little bit of a challenge. Console's also multi-tenant. So our customers and our partners are sharing one instance of console, which means we really have to handle variations in data and the structure of data. For example, there are a number of core versions out there in use at any given time, and console needs to make sure to support all of those. Uh, when folks think of console, the first thing that often comes to mind is the architect functionality, and that allows direct interaction with the configuration models in the core. This area of console is inherently dynamic and, and pretty interesting from a technical perspective. We call out to the core REST APIs. There's actually an options API that returns some schema information to console. And all of the user interfaces inside of Architect are built on the fly. So if a customer or a partner do decide to extend our schema and add a field to one of our configuration models, when they use console to try to change that configuration model, that field will automatically become available on the page specifically for that customer or partner, which is pretty neat. On the operational front, most of those interfaces are handwritten. So this would be like the diagnostic dashboard that we talked about um, or the reporting functionality. So those interfaces offer an additional layer of abstraction on top of the core services, uh, which is really intended to give the user some added simplicity uh, it also means the functionality is slightly more rigid because it can't be 100% dynamic like those architect functions. And then the extensibility functionality is also hand-coded. This is an area where console really shines. Like I mentioned, there's a number of end systems that come into play uh, that we have to interact with in order to provide the extensibility functionality. As an example, some folks may be familiar with Rundeck, which is a utility we use for deploying custom builds for a customer or partner to one of their environments. Console leverages the exact same infrastructure as Rundeck under the covers to actually upgrade a dev environment. Very good. That was your token, very technical question that you wanted 
<laughs> well, thanks for asking it. On this, on the subject of next gen cores and what constitutes that, what kind of gets you in the club. Um, and I did mention one being cloud native design. And um, one thing about that, if the architecture is is truly cloud native, it's putting our customers in a position to benefit, and for for us, you know, the technologists to take advantage of. Uh, tools that are available and made possible by the likes of, you know, GCP and AWS and Azure um, to really, well, to do a number of things. But in, in one area, as it pertains to CI, CD, you can just take that to a whole nother level. Um, and maybe you could talk to us a little bit about that, what that has meant for FinZact and what maybe specifically how that's facilitated by console and might want to even start with a bit of an explanation of, you know, CICD, that, that methodology and what that refers to. Sure. Absolutely. So CICD, continuous integration and continuous delivery. It's a model to make sure that functionality is delivered early and often. Uh, console is definitely involved in CICD from an extensibility perspective. Uh, customer changes through the extensibility platform are automatically built and can be deployed directly from console. Uh, it's going to be a focal point for us in 2023 to improve and enhance these areas as extensibility and DSL become fundamental. So definitely look for some improvements on the CICD front in console this coming year. Will do. And well, speaking about the coming year, maybe just as we wrap up here, Give us a peek into what the roadmap is looking like for console. Yeah, definitely. So in 2023, from a security perspective, you may have noticed that we are already trying to lock down the front door a little bit more with our movement towards Okta for login recently. For the end of quarter one, we're planning to deliver multi-factor authentication, which will allow our customers and partners to require a user have a phone or email available to them at the time of sign-in. And actually, the functionality is already available in console to everyone. We just haven't publicized that yet. We've currently got multi-factor authentication turned on internally, and we're just making sure that it works really well for us before we let all the clients know that, that it's available for them and have them start using it as well. On the same front, in quarter two, we are aiming to deliver federation, and that'll be really, really neat. That'll allow customers and partners to bring their own identity provider and actually sign into console using the same login system they use internally. We're really excited for that. We're going to make use of it ourselves, which is going to be great. So that'll be a, a cool Q2 thing. Each customer and partner will then work with our DevOps team a little bit to enable it for them if they so choose. Uh, very uh, neat. Also, yeah, go ahead. Just wondered, is that last one allowing our clients and even our team, as you said, to take advantage of kind of whatever Active Directory-like a utility that they use for managing users and, and their credentials and just kind of get, have that come right into the flow. Yeah, that's exactly right. So Active Directory is definitely one of the options that will support for an identity provider. So okay. if a client or partner is using Active Directory to sign in, they'll be able to apply that same Active Directory to console using our federation that's planned for Q2. Right on. Awesome. Additionally, I, we had mentioned earlier the diagnostic dashboard. So we have a variety of health checks available in console today. We have this health check dashboard, which works really well in most cases. However, um, it's lacking a little bit in environments that have a lot of data. 
And that's because it's completely real time today. So every time it wants to get some health check metrics for you, it actually reaches out to the core and pulls them in real time, which can be really slow if there's a lot of data in an environment. So we're going to be introducing a diagnostic dashboard. Uh, the diagnostic dashboard, I'd like to believe, is pretty snazzy. It's going to look different, but it's also going to function differently under the covers. Uh, it's going to leverage the core's event proxy. So the core will emit events and console will listen for them. Uh, and those events will contain health check information. So instead of being completely real time, this is going to be near real time, which means it's going to be much more performant <laughs> than it is in the existing UI today. We also have plans for payments. We're going to have user interfaces for Fedwire and RTP coming in Q2. Lots to come on that front. And then last but not least, betterment of extensibility. So in Q1, we really have been focusing on stabilization. Uh, we're going to continue to focus on stabilization and get this as stable as it can possibly be. But we're also going to be introducing new tooling through quarter three around extensibility, which is where you'll see some of those neat CI/CD features coming into play. Very exciting. And I can't imagine what that work that you mentioned around payments must have to do with. I think we have another exciting edition of Extensible Podcast coming up uh, that'll be all about payments. So exciting stuff on the way. Oh, fantastic. Um, well, this, this has been terrific. It's a pleasure for me. I appreciate you being here with us. And I, I hope uh, everyone understands a little bit better what console is and what, it, what it's making possible. I think they certainly will. Um, and so with that, I would just uh, encourage you to take a deep breath, Kyle, and uh, keep, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. We appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, Chris.